Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Carol Clybaker, your announcer for this seventh Sunday of Easter. The Reverend Jake Slutton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is the organist, Mrs. Susan Sinegar, and the acolytes are Drew Creed and Anna Kruger. The radio broadcast for today is sponsored by the Congregation of St. John's Lutheran Church, Stones Prairie, Purdy, Missouri, and dedicated to the glory of God. These broadcasts are made possible by donations to the radio ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office for how you can help. Our opening hymn today is Alleluia, Alleluia, Hearts to Heaven on page 477 of the Lutheran Service Book. Again, that opening hymn, Alleluia, Alleluia, Hearts to Heaven on page 477. And we wish all the mothers out there a blessed Mother's Day. All right, and as you are finishing your greetings, I ask you to please be seated and we will continue on. Uh, at this time, I invite the graduates uh, that we will be recognizing today to come forward, please, and be seated. Somewhere. Are you guys related? No? Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, just a couple of announcements before we continue on with our service today. First of all, a uh, very happy Mother's Day to all mothers who are here today and all those that we love. We have a special prayer uh, that is planned just for you during our prayers of the church. Thank you for everything that you do for us, and we love you. Uh, let's see, next week is Confirmation Sunday. Uh, there is a potluck after the Confirmation service. Meat and potatoes are being provided, but please bring a covered side. That is next uh, week, May the 20th. Questioning for the Confirmands. We have six of them. will be the preceding Friday, which is this coming Friday, the 18th, at 7 p.m. here in the sanctuary, if you would like to come and attend that and to support them. The confirmation roll call list, we invite you to come to be recognized on Sunday, May the 27th, which is the last Sunday of this month, uh, for the confirmation roll call list. Please notify any family member or friends uh, that you may know of um, uh, in order for them to, uh, to be here, if so possible, so that they may be recognized for their confirmation day as well. That's on May the 27th. Uh, please continue to pray as our school year comes to a close. We continue to pray for all of our teachers and all of our uh, staff uh, at the school that we have, and we have a special prayer planned for them as well. Uh, we also have several members of our congregation who will be graduating from, uh, from various places and moving on, and we will take time towards the end of our service to recognize them as well.
I believe that is all of the announcements that I have. Let's open our service today with a word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for a very beautiful Sunday morning that you have given to us. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us all here to gather and to hear your word and to hear the gospel. And Lord, we thank you that we are not called here by chance, not by accident, but Lord, because you have wanted us to be here by your Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray now that as we worship you, that you would give us a zeal this morning for your house of worship here. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We open with our first hymn, number 477, Alleluia, Alleluia, Hearts to Heaven. make our beginning this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart, and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching Him, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, 
Almighty God in His mercy has given His Son to die for you, and for His sake He forgives you all of your sins. So then in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. The Lord is my light and my salvation. One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. For my father and my mother have forsaken me. Wait for the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Lord be with you. Let us pray. O King of glory, Lord of hosts, afflicted in triumph far above all heavens, leave us not without consolation, but send us the Spirit of truth whom you have promised from the Father. For you live and reign with him and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. First reading is Psalms 1. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. 
But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by a stream of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Not so with the wicked. They are the chaff that blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. This is the word of the Lord. Christ has risen from the dead. He has given him dominion over the works of his hands. The Trinity Ringers will have our special music today.
very much, Ringers. That was wonderful. It is now time for all the young disciples who are here today to come forward for the children's message. Now is a good time to bring up your offering, your Mighty Mites, as well. one here. Okay, come here. All right, you guys can all turn around and face me, okay? All right. We are going to be, the, uh, my sermon text is based off of Psalm chapter, uh, Psalm 1 that we just read, and I have a question that I want to start off everybody with today. What is one thing that you practice a lot? What's one thing that you practice a lot, Cordell? Piano. Okay, what's another thing that you practice a lot, Harper? Pitching, okay. Uh, Jackson, what's one thing? What? Reading, good. Maddie? Softball, okay. Uh, Let's see, Chance? What? Trying to get better at reading, good, okay. Logan? Basketball, good, okay. All right, anybody else? MJ? Bike riding, okay, good. All right, and Carly. Homework, okay, yeah, all of those things are things that you practice in order to get better at. Because if you don't practice it, then you won't really become better at it, and you won't become confident in what it is that you're going to be doing, okay? If you want to become a really good reader, well, then you've just got to read a lot, okay? If you want to become a good piano player, it takes lots and lots and lots of practice, If you want to become a good basketball player, well, it just takes lots and lots and lots of practice. And you become more confident about yourself and your ability to do those things because you have practiced it, okay? And because you have uh, eventually mastered it to a certain point, okay, that you become very confident and very proficient in it, okay? Now, what we're going to be talking about today is that when it comes to our relationship with God, our confidence does not come from ourselves. Okay? Our confidence, rather, comes from the fact that we have faith in Christ and what he has done for us. And we're going to talk about specifically what that is in the message for today. So will you all put your hands together and repeat after me. Dear Jesus, thank you that our confidence is found in you. We love you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for coming up. You guys can go back and sit with your folks.
The epistle reading for today is from 1 John chapter 5, verses 9 through 15. We accept men's testimony, but God's testimony is greater because it is the testimony of God, which he has given about his Son. Anyone who believes in God and the Son of God has a testimony in his heart. Anyone who does not believe God has made him out to be a liar. Because he has not believed the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what he has asked of him. This is the word of the Lord. Please stand. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 17th chapter. Jesus said, Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by that name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that Scripture will be fulfilled. I am coming to you now. But I say these things while I am still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them. For they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. This is the gospel of our Lord.
all pray with me, please. Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's meditation is from Psalm 1 that was just read. You want to have that in front of you because we'll be looking at it and referring to it as we go along here this morning. When I was in high school, I had, I had one goal, I had, I had one dream, and that was to be a college basketball player. And I never made it, but I spent a lot of hours and a lot of time practicing and just and shooting over and over and over and over again. I still can't make a free throw. Even after all of those hours that I, that I spent doing that. But I kind of got to a point where I was good enough that my confidence was found in the fact that I was pretty good at basketball. And so that's what I carried myself with. That's what I... That's where my, I guess you could say that's where my hope was found. That's how I was identified. I was, I was Jake, the, the tall, skinny, lanky kid who could, put the bat, who could put the ball in the hoop. And so my question for both you and I today is, what is our confidence found in? Usually, confidence comes because you have practiced something. And you have practiced it to the point that you have leveled or, or gotten to a certain level of mastery over it, whether it's the piano, as somebody up here said, whether it's a sport, whether it is anything. You take a certain amount of confidence in the fact because you yourself have been the one to practice it, to go through the repetitions over and over and over again. And that's why, that's the exact reason why, if we read Psalm 1 as in something that we practice, as in something that we can do in order to earn God's favor, in order to earn His blessing, or to earn anything from Him, then we should be shaking in our boots. And let me show you why. We're going to look at verses 1 through 2 of Psalm 1 again. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. The reason why you and I should be shaking in our boots by reading this as if we can somehow earn something else from God, to earn being blessed from God, are these simple questions. Can you really say, can you really and honestly and truly say that you have never, not once, or do you ever walk in the counsel of the wicked? Can you really and honestly and truly say that you avoid these situations, that you avoid these kinds of people? And I'm not only talking about the groups of people that we find ourselves with. I'm talking about the things that we watch, whether it's on TV, on the internet, whatever 
the case is. Can you honestly and truly say that, that everybody that you find yourself with, that everybody that you surround yourself with, that the things that you hear and see and listen to are all things that would not be considered walking in the counsel of the wicked? Can you really say that you never stand with sinners? How about when you are alone and no one else is watching? Can you really say that you take delight in God's instruction? Can you really say that you do follow his commands and his laws and his precepts and do so happily? Do you wake up every day and think, man, you know what, I've got the list of the Ten Commandments, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and I am ready, and I'm going to follow every single one of them today perfectly. And not only am I, am, am I going to do it, I'm going to do it happily and with a smile on my face. Do you really love your neighbor as yourself? Is there really nothing else in your life except for God that is your God? A simple way to determine if something else in your life is not God? Where is your treasure found? Because as Jesus says, where your treasure is, there your heart shall be also. Is God truly the one in whom your heart delights? Can you really say that you meditate on his word day and night? Can you really say that? Can you really say that you meditate, that you think on, that you pray about, that you read his word day and night? Remember what verse verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of markers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. If you cannot answer yes to any of those questions, you are not blessed. You are not the one who is called blessed in this text. That's the... That's the simple and cold and the hard truth. You and I cannot call ourselves the one who is blessed because you know what? We don't, we don't always find ourselves not in the counsel of the wicked. We can never say that we have never really stood with sinners. We can never really say that we take delight in God's instruction. We can never really say that we meditate on his word day and night. And like I said, because, we, because if you cannot say yes to these things, then you cannot call yourself blessed. Only the one who can do all of, of these things, only the one who has done all of these things, can call themselves blessed. And suddenly, your confidence and mine as a follower of God, is suddenly brought to an all-time low. Because we can't do it. Because we simply don't 
measure up. We don't meditate on his word day and night. We know in our heads that there are certain people that we should not associate ourselves with, whether it's in person or on social media. But we do it anyway. When it comes to God in your relationship with him, you simply don't measure up. But then something happened. Something amazing happened. Something utterly astonishing happened. Something otherworldly happened. The righteous one, Jesus Christ, as it says in Psalm 1, planted you by streams of water. And you heard the word of God for the first time, whether you were in the womb, whether you were a child, whether you were middle-aged, whether you were... I, I, I just heard this, this past week that that somebody who was 90 years old came to Christ by the Spirit. He was 90. When you heard the Word of God for the first time, and then you became baptized. As Romans chapter 6 says, you became joined with this righteous one, Jesus Christ, through water and the Word. You were joined to the one who has not walked in the counsel of the wicked. You were joined to the one who has not stood in the way of sinners. You were joined to the one who has not sat in the seat of mockers. You were joined to the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord without failure. You were joined to the one who meditates on his word day and night. You were joined to him who has overcome your inability to follow the commands of God perfectly. You were joined to him who has lived the life that is in perfect relationship with God for you. And he did so all the way to the cross, where his broken body and his spilt blood made you the child of God who is blessed in Psalm 1. As I've said before, the one who has prayed all 150 psalms first was Christ. And it is only through Christ that we can call ourselves blessed. Even if you are pretty good at watching the the crowd of people that, that you find yourself in, even if you're pretty good about reading God's Word, even if you're pretty good about living the Christian life, as we said last week, you are nothing without Christ. So, Pastor, you're, you're saying that because I came, come to church every Sunday that that doesn't save me? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Because the only one that matters is Christ. Of all, I want you to kind of think about this and just take a moment to wrap, wrap your head around this. There are 150 psalms in the Psalter. And this one is the first one. 
whoever it was that put the Psalter together and arranged it by books, where you hear and you learn and you read about the depths of the human soul, he decided to put this one first. And the reason why he decided to put this one first is because our life begins with Christ. Apart from him, we can do nothing. And so we are blessed. We are that blessed one. Because we are joined to him who did it perfectly. And that is where yours and mine confidence is found. Not in our practice not in how well that we think or do or say no. Our confidence is found because of the fact that we are forgiven sinners of a holy God who in that glorious transfer of righteousness on the, on the cross declared it is finished and gave you his perfect righteousness. You see, really, it is all about Jesus. And you have to be careful because sometimes you will, you will hear things, certainly not, not from me, at least not intentionally, that if you just pray enough, then God will bless you. If you just do this enough, then God will see you flourish. When really we are blessed because of the one that we are joined to. Not because, of, not because of the way that we practice, not because of, of, of how well that we have done this or that. No, simply because of Christ, who became the blessed man, who became the blessed child of God, and then gives us that perfect righteousness. In your life and in my life, from the beginning, just like how, and this is why Psalm 1 is Psalm 1, because our life began with Christ. And just like the end of the Psalter, our life will end with Christ. We don't, we don't have one um, here that is, um, that is on display every Sunday, but if you've ever seen a Christ candle in a sanctuary, and that candle gets lit two times in a person's life. The candle gets lit once when they are baptized and the second time after they die in Christ. Because our beginning is Christ and our end is Christ. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. We now confess together the words of our Christian faith today. We, we do so using the Nicene Creed as it is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in one God, I believe the, Father in one God Almighty, the Father Almighty, maker of, maker heaven, of heaven and earth, and of, and of all, all things visible and invisible, and, and, and in one Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, Christ the, the only begotten, begotten Son of God. God. 
begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures, and ascended to heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Please be seated. At this time, we'll collect our tithes and offerings. Now is a good time to fill in the red sign-in book, whether you are a member or a guest with us. Uh, if you are the one to receive it on the window sides, please send it back to the aisles. And those who, are in the, those who are sitting in the aisles, please tear off the top sheet and put it on the top of the book so that after worship, the elders may come around and pick those up. We collect our tithes and offerings. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ 
in our church, our community, and our world. A men's Bible study meets each week at 6.30 a.m. on Wednesday morning in the chapel. Several ladies' Bible studies meet during the week in the surrounding areas. For more information, call the church office at 417-235-7300. And now we return to our church service for the collection of the offerings and the beginning of the Holy Communion. prayers this morning, we have a few folks that we want to be sure to remember to pray for. First, for those in our health list, for Melba McCord, Nancy McRoberts, Ella Kleibaker, Flora Oberman, Ernest Shane, Janice Meyer, Myron Reed, Carol McIntyre, Oren Fritz, Ethel Helmkamp, Joan Haynes, Addison Trokey, Steve Doss, Jeannie Stoltz, Landreth Worm, Becky Morgan, Wayne Towers, Bob Dotson, Alice Helmkamp, Bob Yelinek, Ashley Kruger, Elda Nelson, Edith Harmon. Also for Lydia Dayton, who, is, who might have surgery coming up soon. And also for Gary Magruder, uh, who has bladder cancer. We go to our Lord in prayer. Dear Jesus, we glorify you because you have fulfilled the Psalms for us. You have fulfilled the blessed man, and we thereby are blessed. May our confidence come not from our ability to follow the commands of God, but because we are joined to Christ who has. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, with joy, the church continues to celebrate the resurrection victory of your beloved Son. Look in your mercy on all who have been baptized into his death and resurrection, and grant them grace each day to die to sin and rise to newness of life with him. Lord, in your mercy. King of kings and Lord of lords, to you we commend our public servants. Bless and prosper them in their callings. Hinder, them in our, hinder everything in our common life that is against your will, and establish and strengthen every good endeavor. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, as our school year comes to a close this week, we thank you for your gracious provision in seeing us to the end of yet another year. Thank you that you have seen fit that Trinity Lutheran School should continue to spread the gospel amongst ourselves and to those in our community. We pray for our teachers and staff that you would help them to finish their race this week through your strength and mercy. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, this is a special day in the life of the graduates. 
As they begin the next chapter in their lives, we pray that the same hand that has kept them thus far will continue to be in their lives. May your hand of protection be about them, and may your word continue to be a light unto their path. Help them to make wise decisions and to always keep you first in everything that they do. Lord, in your mercy. Dear Father, we approach your throne on behalf of the mothers whom you have entrusted with the care of your little ones. We thank you for creating each mom with the unique combination of gifts and talents. We thank you for the sacrifice of self each mom gives for their families. We thank you for the gift of time moms give for their kids, whether they are stay at home or they work or some combination of the two. We especially pray for single moms who must raise their children with extra responsibilities. We also pray, Lord, for those who have lost children too soon or have been unable to conceive. May your peace and comfort that surpasses all that our minds can do be a constant source of reassurance that your love for them never fails. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of kindness, remember in your love those who are in need of your healing touch and comfort today, especially, those, especially Lord, all of those who are on our health list, for Gary Magruder, and for all those, Lord, that, that we name before you in our hearts. Lord, we pray also for Lydia, uh, who is facing surgery soon. Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, grant them grace to trust themselves entirely to your loving care. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we especially give you thanks today for all those who are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries this week. We pray especially for Stan and for Fawn as they celebrate 30 years of marriage. And we ask that your love would increasingly shine in their lives together. In the days ahead, may they always grow in love and unity with one another. Lord, also for Orville, who has his 90th birthday this coming week. Shower him, Lord, with happiness and, and peace on this special day. And may that divine peace and happiness follow him the rest of his life. Lord, in your mercy. Gracious Master, your beloved Son summons us to his table to partake of his body and blood for the forgiveness of sins, for a share in his own divine life, and for our everlasting salvation. Grant to us repentance and faith, that, that we may receive this sacrament in a worthy manner into our abundant blessing. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And so, people of God, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places 
Give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who overcame the assault of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many, that with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and in truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly taught. In communion, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, you affirm with each communicant that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. And with Lutheran Christians, you confess. I recognize, I recognize and confess, and that, confess I that I am a sinner. I repent, I repent of my sin and ask and God's forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is my only Lord and Savior from sin, Satan, and death. I believe that the risen Christ is really present in the sacrament, and under the form of the bread and wine, I receive his true body and blood for the forgiveness of my sin and the strengthening of my faith in life. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins, this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
The first communion hymn today is When You Woke That Thursday Morning on page 445. <clears throat> Again, When You Woke That Thursday Morning, page number 445.
My Redeemer Lives on page 461. Again, I know that my Redeemer lives, page 461.
Please stand. And now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith unto life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us through the same, in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Bless we the Lord. Please be seated. This time I would like to uh, recognize all of the graduates that we have in our church today. So if you are a graduate, will you come please and stand right up here, please? If you are a graduate, so Anna, Carson, Drew, Kai, Peyton, Vanson, Grace, Ty, Dallas, Donald, Jordan, Kyle, Jason. Yeah, hopefully where everybody can see you. All right. We'll start out on the end with that sharply dressed man right there. I'll tell you what. Jason, you are graduating with a doctorate degree in osteopathic medicine. Is that correct? Congratulations. And next to him are two guys that have to be related. They have to be related. Uh, Dallas and Donald, you guys are both going to the University of Missouri for agribusiness. Is that correct? Good? Congratulations. And Anna, uh, you are graduating from Monette Junior High, soon to be confirmed. And uh, we'll be going to Monette High School. Is that correct? Okay. Congratulations. And for Drew, you are a graduate of our own Trinity Lutheran School, going to Pierce City High School. Is that correct? 
Yeah? Okay. Congratulations. And Kai, you are graduating from Mount Vernon Junior High School, going to Mount Vernon High School, correct? Congratulations. And also, Carson, you are graduating from Monette Junior High School and going to Monette High School. Congratulations. You guys can have a seat. Thank you very, very much, wherever it was that you were sitting. There were two other names that were given to me. I want to make sure that I mention those. For Shayla Doss and Micah Doss, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, uh, Shayla Doss and Micah Masters uh, are graduating as well. Graduate, Micah is graduating from Pierce City in Williton, Missouri, Southern State University. We continue with our service with the benediction. Please stand. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. The closing hymn is page number 488. He is risen, glorious word, page 488. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this radio broadcast, which may be found on www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. And again, we wish the mothers a blessed day. Your announcer has been Carol Kleibaker. reminder that next Sunday is a very, very special Sunday in the life of our church. It is Confirmation Sunday in which our soon-to-be confirmands will be confessing the faith that they believe in themselves, uh, the faith that they were baptized into, that, uh, that their congregational family, all of those questions about Jesus and about God the Father and about God the Holy Spirit, all of those questions that were answered for them as babies, they will be they will have the opportunity to answer those questions now for themselves. And what a joyous occasion and day that, that will be. We had several of our soon-to-be confirmands up here as well. Uh, again, there is a potluck dinner right afterwards. Meat and potatoes are provided, uh, but please bring a side dish to share. With that, uh, I wish you all a very, very blessed week and a very happy Mother's Day. <laughs>